Welcome to the Next Door Neighbors podcast, a podcast where we talk about all things neighborly. Here are your hosts, Alex and Irina Mazukin. Welcome back, folks, to another episode of Next Door Neighbors. Uh, I am going to be the one that's shivering today, and Irina not for the first time ever. I feel good. I'm in my cashmere sweater. I'm in my hoodie right now as well, so we're both in Which sweaters. Which never happens because you're always... I'm sure you'll be sweating by the end of the episode, though. I think so, too. Um, the reason for this is I just got out of a cold plunge that I built, and I hope you guys saw that video. And I realized a lot of people, whenever I do questions on Instagram, people are always... What's your favorite build so far? And I always go, it's probably the kids' bunk beds because I see them happy and all that stuff. But now I think I realize my favorite build right now is probably the cold plunge. And I only put it in that category because of how Screw much. Screw the kids. It's the cold <laughs> plunge. <laughs> forget those. I've spent enough. I've given them enough. It's They've had that. enough from me. Moving uh, on. Yeah. I'm going to start being a deadbeat dad. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just only, be, it's my favorite only because uh, how much I utilize it. Yeah. So, so it's the gift that keeps on giving. It is the gift that the keeps build on giving. That keeps and, on. And if the sa- the the sauna that I built uh, was not at your parents' property, uh, the cabin, and it was at the house, I th- that probably would have been my favorite one. But as it sits right now, um, I love it. I use it five days a week. I do forty-one degrees Fahrenheit for five minutes. It hurts. Like it. The it cold. Hurts. The cold is not even your concern anymore. It's getting in. And getting out. No, 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 no. The getting in, getting out is not the problem. So the way I was, I, I was actually thinking about this right now, sitting in there. The first 30 seconds are the hardest and the last minute is the yeah. hardest. Yeah, yep. And at 41 degrees, when you get to that five minute mark, what ends up happening is you're no longer cold. Yes, you're uncomfortable. But what ends up happening is your feet and your and your, and your hands, they ache. They mm-hmm. It feels like a thousand needles are pressing mm-hmm. down on them. So the whole time, the last minute, I was like, just, we're almost there. We're almost there. And I'm not staring at the clock. So you kind of don't you know. don't know. It could be yeah. minute two or I it could be like minute. I kind of like that. You do like that? Yeah, because I I put my phone like yeah. at the top. And so I don't see it. So I'm always like guessing. And I, I'm I'm pretty close. I, I am always like, surely it has had to have been five minutes. First of all, don't no. call me Shirley. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Excuse me. Alex. Yeah. <laughs> it must have been already five minutes i'm about i'm usually mm-hmm. about like 20 seconds off or like somewhere around yeah. there it's usually it's a nice surprise every once in a while where you're like oh already oh that never happens to me. really <laughs> i've had that a few. A i'm few always times. like okay like i can feel what happens to me is i don't notice my feet and i mean the, i do feel the feet and hands but they don't bother as much as much i feel that um when you get so cold you start getting hot mm. i get that feeling in my back Interesting. Where it's like it's like something's burning my back. So today is how? What's the temperature today? Eighty. Yeah. Seventy six. Seventy six. So seventy six degrees. It's kind of nice outside, right? You can be in jeans and t shirt, but the way the sun is hitting it right now, it's. I was sitting and I was hitting my back, and it was like basically my neck. Did it up. feel good? My neck up was warm. Oh. My neck up was warm. My body wasn't that cold. Because you almost get to this point where you're, you could see goosebumps, but you're not like shivering. You're like numb to You're it. numb. Yeah. That's, that's the best way to say it. Yeah. You're numb. But only thing you're fixated on is the fact that you definitely don't want to move because so it's not like you're that numb. Is the fact that your feet are pine needles are just like pressing down on them and it hurts. And you're like, I cannot wait. My finger, I, I used to um, just have my hands open in the water. And every time I would come out, my entire fingertips would be numb for about 30 minutes. 
Hmm, like I couldn't feel them. So what I started doing now, and I did it today, is I I clench my fists, and I think Inside. of the most angry thing. Yeah, I'm just wondering. <laughs> I clench my fists, and what ends up happening is uh, the blood still goes. The whole point of the cold plunge is the the it decreases inflammation. It's like one big ice pack, but it's uh, it also helps rush all the blood flow to your vital organs. So it helps with the circulation. Um, and so I clinch them so that it still happens. And so when I come out, they're they're cold. Like they're they're not super numb. They're maybe tiny, tiny. But like you see a little bit of blue right there. But how they, come mine don't do that? I don't know. Something about your circulation in your hands. Right? Uh, I do have. I've always had bad circulation when I was a kid. Right now, it's not that bad. I usually could tell it in the winter time. Like two fingers would be warm, and then the other two fingers oh. would be hot. I wonder if because you just work with your hands a lot too. You're. I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. So, um, yeah, that's it's a it's definitely I I do it now five days a week, forty one degrees five minutes, um, and sometimes. How do you think it's gonna be in the winter? That's a good question. I I. It's gonna be so cold. Even just getting like from the house, from our room to that part of the yeah. backyard. I think it's not gonna snow. be that bad because what ends up happening is you're running out there and you're cold and when you get into something even colder i think you acclimate a little bit faster because you're already cold right so there's this it's almost worse when you're hot and you go into the cold right that's what i was gonna say but not worse it's probably better for you uh i don't know about right because don't they see like the the shock from the hot to hot to cold yeah there's 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 i think they're just figuring out the science behind that uh they said that if you are somebody who has a heart disease in the family or you have, let's say, high blood pressure and you're now just trying to get into this world of like cold plunges and saunas, they're, they're saying there might be some caution that you should take when you have quick changes from really hot to very cold because what ends up happening is your blood vessels dilate and your ve- blood vessels constrict. And so let's say you are a guy in his 50s that's on the OB scale, right? So the doctor's like, you need to cut out this and cut out some pounds you're kind of pretty close to probably in the heart disease stages that by having that constriction and uh, expansion, contraction, uh, expansion and contraction, what ends up happening is you'll break off some of that calcified plaque in your bloodstream. And that's what causes like a heart attack or a stroke, stuff like that. Mm. So for, for somebody like, if somebody is young <coughs> and fit and healthy, that hot to cold shouldn't be that much of a they say that's what Rhonda Patrick says. Mm. It shouldn't be that because uh, she just recently went to like uh, I think Sweden and they did those uh, Swedish plunges. I think that's what is it Sweden or Poland? I don't. Know. I think it's Sweden. And she was inquiring about that. She's like, "Is there cautious?" But they're saying only just be cautious if you already have high cholesterol. Mm, that makes sense. I've got I've got to ask. What's up? Who's that little friend on your lip? There's no friend. Right here. It's just it's just busted open. What happened? It's just, it used to be a friend. Now oh. it's, no, it's just, it's was on it its way. It's on its way closer? out. Mm-hmm. It was on its way out. Oh. It was always mild. I never touched that. I've been putting a breather on it. I didn't even it. notice it before. I know, because I've been putting a breather on it. Uh, a breather. Is, is it a breather? Yeah. And so it's just, it's been cool. And then cool. by t- it's being in the steam room, it like the skin opened up. So it's just, it's on its way out. It's a blister, essentially. So you're sending it packing, huh? Yeah. So you can't stay here. <laughs> Get out. Yeah. My last one, I was squeezing it, and that one basically Ew. swells up. What do you mean? Oh, you're the one that's always I know. popping pimples, <laughs> and you walk out like you have like a mushroom grown on your chin. Actually, it's been a while. Have you noticed that you haven't broken out? I Not know. because you haven't like left have you one. Seen my face. It's you're always. I've been like really. I've upped my skincare routine. 
It's been three days. No, it's been like a week. No, it's been three days that you've been back from your trip, and that's when you started it, when you came back. No. Or at least that I noticed. You still did the bath stuff before you left on last Friday, Thursday, Friday. I know. I'm just saying in the last, like, maybe month. I've upped my skincare routine. And what's your skincare routine? Everybody's like dying new... to know what your morning skin routine is. <laughs> no, I just like, I'm trying to keep my skin, like my face hydrated. And... Do you have like a spray bottle you walk around with? <laughs> yeah, shh, 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 a little mist. Mm. No, I just, I have like in the morning, I use moisturizer. And then before I put my makeup on, I have this like oil I put on. And then before bed, instead of just like washing my face with like soap, I have like an actual cleanser that I use now. And then I put this like night oil on my face. It's wow. supposed to make it soft. Right. I was going to say your face looks soft Does as my hell. my face look soft? Looks soft as hell. Am I glowing? You look glowing. <laughs> You're radiating. Am I glowing right now? You're pregnant, aren't you? Some would say. Well, not by me. <laughs> I will. So we're on two different paths. Uh, I'm in the cold plunge path. You're on a skincare routine path. I'm in the cold plunge cold pull what's the last time you did a cold plunge yesterday yesterday mm -hmm. oh nice four five minutes yeah five minutes is my min now very, very impressive min, min or are you minimum. trying to go up i think so what Why? are you at five i'm not planning oh. on going up well i mean like i maybe won't go up but i'm not gonna go below five i think oh, five correct. is a good correct yeah it's for a sure. good because it's just hard enough where i can do it but towards the end i'm like really like okay did you know that let's wrap this up did you know that joe rogan only does three <laughs> I thought he, you told me he did 11. Well, he did 11, but his regular, like once? I, I think that was his like oh. max. I, so his like daily routine, he says is three minutes. Huh, we're better. Is he weak? I think so. I think No, but he also does it at like 37 degrees. Like mm. I, he says the ice is somewhat like Still frozen on top. So, yeah, so, like, yeah. so moving on. Uh -huh. Wow, that was quick. We've been, I mean, cold plunges are just part of life now. That was a hard also, that was a hard moving on. I know. You have something like brewing, don't you? No, I was gonna jump into Silver October, but we have to go backtrack a little because yesterday I had book club at my house. Uh -huh. I was hosting and um one of the gals was like, I looked up your husband on YouTube because apparently nobody in my group knew who you were. What do they think I do for a living? <laughs> Unemployed? Nobody knew. No, I think I a couple books clubs ago i shared with some of the gals just like what you did uh -huh. she's like and i've got to say the video i was most jealous of was the cold plunge and i was like oh because she wanted because i think like everybody's learning more about it and wanting to do it mm -hmm. and seeing like the health benefits and she's like oh i wanted like to get my husband to build it yeah <laughs> she's like but he doesn't do that yeah hire a guy so your cold plunge is a hit yeah i hope if only the viewership got a couple of milli, <laughs> milli on it. Maybe it will. Yeah, it, oh, As stuff people. Happens. Yeah. This stuff always happens. Learn more. I mean, YouTube videos, are, especially in the DIY stage, they're, they're so... It's it's evergreen content. That's the mm -hmm. word they pin it with. It's one season, it might be like low or will plateau. And then the next season will hit because somebody... I sent Kyle a bunch of screenshot grabs of like the viewership waveform. It will like go up and then plateau and then... Go up again. You know, 200 days later, it will hit the thing again mm -hmm. go up and up and then plateau again so there that's what happens when it's evergreen if you're a vlogger it's a different story that, you right know, people see it's it one kind and of done. drops off yeah because it's, it's not relevant anymore nobody's but when gonna, you do things like this it's always if it's searchable then that's it's, yeah relevant mm -hmm. there's a keyword i see you drinking coffee yes how is um so we're day 
I started after you, but I was, I'm just going to pretend that I'm. Oh, you're going to put us on we? It's like the same way as guys go, like, we're pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're exactly. Not. Exactly like that. This is your we pregnant. Day, what is today? This. Today's the, is today, today the sixth? Seventh. Today's seven. the seventh. Seven. So days seven days. One week. And in one week, it it'll will be. be one week and seven days. <laughs> in one day, it will be one week and, and one, one day. day. <laughs> yeah. Seven days in. Seven days in. It's uh, your five days sober in. Sober October. You're six days in or five days. I think I started two days after you. Two days. Okay. So not too bad. Yeah. No. Um. So this is my second year of uh, doing Sober October. Um. It's if anybody doesn't know what the background on of it, the motivation. I mean, there's plenty of people who did it before, but my motivation was is like Joe Rogan and a bunch of his friends, Tom Segura, stand-up comic, Ari Shafir, Burt Kreischer. Uh, they all do this annual thing. And it's usually with some kind of competition. So mm. it's, it's for them, it's like... We should have done a competition. No booze. Well, we did one that sober January. I know, but just between you uh, and oh. I. Uh, maybe. It's too late now. I don't know. We'll Whatever. maybe think about it next year. <laughs> uh, so they do no booze, no drugs. Um, they do... And then they do some kind of challenge where one year it was uh, whoever has the most yoga classes they take. Uh, the other year was... Uh, they wear like the whoop strap and that measures your like recovery and your mm. activity level. And there's like zones that you get into and they were basically how many points you can score on those zones, mm -hmm. which they would just went psychotic. Um, What's this year's challenge? This year's challenge for them is again, no booze, no, no uh, drugs. And then it's a hundred pushups a day, uh, seven day workouts, uh, at uh, at least minimum of 500 calories burned. And it's intense. Yeah, that's 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 seven the, days a week for 30 se days. Seven days a week is not as bad because you and I—I I don't know—I can speak for myself. We you basically I, six. Do that. I do six, six for yeah, sure. Me too. Usually. I do six for sure. Sometimes I can. I've done seven. But 500 calories—that's like a solid workout. That's not that bad. I can do that in a run. So my runs are a little bit, oh, well, a little bit over 500. Really? Yeah. I ran four miles and it was like yeah, but I sweat bullets. That's true. I have more muscle mass. But to even when I do rate. weights, I I the most I think I've done was about because there's like on the Apple Watch it's annoying because there's like active calories and then total calories, mm -hmm. but like it only counts the active calories. Yeah, because you do your... five hundred for sleeping. You know what I mean? <sighs> that's what it. That's what yeah. It kind of but anyway, so but with the weights, I don't know if I, I'll be honest. The only weights, way I really do yeah. consistently that five hundred is running. If yeah. I do weights. I'm not, I'm not pulling that big of a sweat. I do, I can probably get, I mean, usually it's about 350 to 400, but that's when I'm doing like weights and like hit. Mm -hmm. So that's like kind of a cardio together. Yeah, with for sure. Well, if that's I do that, you. then yeah. yeah, but if it's just yeah. weights, you probably do. No. Anyway, 500 is a lot. So It's a lot. I, so the seven days a week, I wouldn't have a problem with it. And also a hundred pushups. You. Would, is that consecutively or just throughout the day? It's throughout the day. Oh, and I'm so, like. And so, oh, and it's, re it's realistic. Like I've done a hundred pushups, but the way I've done it was like, I'll do 30, I'll take, you know, 10 minute break. And then I'll do maybe another 15 to 20, take a little break, another maybe 15, and then I'll get up to it. And so the way I could see it is me <clears throat> doing maybe like a third of it in the morning and then the rest of it in the evening. But it's just, I don't, I'm busy enough. Oh, well, they're busy as well, but I, that's the hardest part, probably. That's the challenge part. The yeah. challenge part is the 100 push-ups because you have to build up to How do to they see, stay accountable for those, though? It's, a, it's, it's just an honor system. Honor system, yeah. It's, 
they're all close enough of friends that yeah they're not gonna be like i did yeah it. yeah yeah it's it's kind of that competitive yeah nature. i mean they've done it long enough mm. maybe next year we should do some sort of competition well you and i've done competition before where it's like with a group of uh you know total muscle gained and body fat percentage down yeah that's like the typical challenge of mm-hmm. like who's who's built the most muscle versus, right. versus lost the most fat but i feel like it'd be fun to do like something else kind of like they do i think so too i think the, the problem ends up happening is when you cut out let's say booze and i get it some people also tell the people how long you made it last year well last year was two weeks <laughs> <laughs> because my mom came to that it cut me down <laughs> And we went to Florida. And we went to Florida. This year, luckily, like... Also, you weren't that motivating for me. It was also I me was, doing it. I was, because I didn't... Yeah, you didn't yeah it was harder because I wasn't doing it with you. How rude of me. It's very rude of you. It's nice when both people go, yeah, like, yeah you know. Well, that's why I wanted to do it this year. I'm like, well, if you're going to do it, I kind of want to support you in it. So this is all for you. This is all for me, yeah. So much I love you. It's... Uh, it's The thing is, when you... you I, when you cut out the booze part... It's not that hard. It's just that you, you, you go. Okay, well, I kind of need a different vice now. And the different vice is like, well, if I'm not gonna have a cocktail, then I'm gonna have some kind of food that makes me feel good. Yeah, I and- feel like it's just more boring when you don't have, <laughs> like, in terms of you're eating dinner and you don't have like a glass of wine. It, all of a sudden, you're like, water mm-hmm. just seems kind of boring. Yuck. <laughs> Yuck. Yuck. For me, the hardest is like the social events. So yesterday I had book club and everybody's like drinking wine and I'm mm. like, I can't have that. Yeah. But I think the more you do it, the easier it gets to be like, oh, I'm fine. I'm, I'm, I'm 100%. I think this is the first year that I'm totally fine. Mm. I was I was thankful that this year it started on a weekend. So I wasn't like working exhausted and be like, oh, you're going to be nice right now. A nice mm-hmm. you know, glass of bourbon. But uh, it was totally fine. I've already got to the point where I don't crave it. I didn't even crave it this entire time, like seven days. I wonder if it's because you like we both decided to do this and we both were gearing up for it. So like we were ready. And none of us were like showing a, a bad attitude like this is so hard. This is yeah. like, yeah, you weren't like I had such a busy day. All I just want. And like when you say that, you're like, well, now I'm thinking about it. Yeah. But this whole time I'm like. I don't even drink sodas. And I think I mentioned this before in a podcast. I don't drink. I drink maybe two sodas a year, maybe like two Diet Cokes or something with yeah. a burger. I just don't never crave them. But because there's no booze, I still want something to drink. And I drink plenty of like LaCroix and sparkling waters and they're great. But after a while, you're like, I need something with flavor. And I now for some reason, like I'll go have a Diet Coke and I'm like, I, if somebody was even offering me right now, like a glass of bourbon, I'm like, nah, I'm fine. Like, I'm, I really don't care. Like, it's weird. I'll have my Diet Coke. <laughs> so I kind of now get people who say they don't really drink, but they, they love sodas a lot. Like, they'll go get those, you know. Because sl- they get that flavor. Big gushies from, you know, what are they called? Like, uh, what's the, what do they call the big container at, like, gas stations of soda? Big uh, gulpy, like a big gulp or big, like, yeah, a big gulp or something like that. That those like twenty four ounce, yeah. thirty two ounce things. There's like a whole science behind it too. Yes. I have friends who are like, the best gas station is this one to go to yes. for the for the sodas because they have the best ice and the best cups. Yep. The apparently the styrofoam cups taste make the uh, flavor or the diet coke takes better in a styrofoam cup versus like a plastic really? cup. And then they have like the the the. 
ball the ice yeah, that are like kind of like balls yes. versus just like the crushed ice yes. and i'm like wow that is a science that people have figured that out and the straw too the straw has to be thick enough that when you you yeah. get this sudden rush it's wild to me because i'm like i, I, I kind of get it like, get when it. i took beckham to his i kind of get it base or uh, football practice and he didn't bring a, a bottle for of water so i was like okay let's go get you a bottle of water and i was like let me get one of these like you know diet cokes and a thing and i was like this is kind of like satisfying yeah but it's just like another bad thing for you i know it's like not that it's any better but but you can drive after that that's true you can sip it at the park at yeah his, uh, yeah game. not feel like <laughs> you're going to recover i know i feel like i i also will like drink a little i've noticed i drink a little bit and then i like can't finish it whether oh, what you, whatever what it is it's just like some kind of sparkling pineapple like a mocktail drink yeah yeah but it's just like i don't i like cocktails but for some reason, like even the Diet Coke, I had one too, like the other day. Yeah. And I could, like, couldn't finish it. I was talking to Mark today when we were golfing and he, he did a year of like no booze. And he said, let's just get a challenge for himself. And he said that he found his thing to kind of replace it, kind of like the same Diet Coke for me. But for him, he said it was ice cream. He says, the problem is I kept having a lot of ice cream. <laughs> yes. It's like, uh, I think people just have, they find their thing. I yeah. personally have an addictive personality, not an addictive personality. Sorry. Because I'm not addicted to things like, like, because if I was addicted to alcohol, I would have the shakes or something like that. Yeah. If I was addicted to like, you're just, I don't have portion. I, I, I have an overconsumption problem. Meaning yeah. like there's a reason why if, like you have if, a hard time stopping. Correct. Uh, and, and I could tell you exactly what it is. It's pizza. It's tacos. Uh, it's booze. It's uh, work. Like that's mm -hmm. like, I just have this over. You're a passionate person. That's why. I'm so passionate about tacos. Because you're the same. <laughs> tacos and pizza. That's what I'm passionate about. Because you're the same with hobbies. You, you, you're like always all in when you find your thing that you like to do. Like even pipe tobacco or cigars. They're not addicting. They can't be addicting. But I end up smoking one a day. Not like cigars one a day, but like like pipe tobacco or something like that. And granted, you don't smoke that much of the pipe tobacco. You only smoke such a small amount compared to a cigar. But it's like, an, it's, so there's like, I'm a, I'm a creature of habit, essentially. So Do you like, if you have a pack of gum, will you like eat? The entire thing. Oh, the entire thing. And I did that since I was 16. That's wild. That's why I, there was a period of time. I'll that, have like a pack of gum in my purse for like months. Forever. No, if I buy a pack... It's gone, it's gone in a day. Mm -hmm. And if it's in my pocket, it's it's gone half a day. It's just, <laughs> just that like overconsumption. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. That's so interesting. Bag of popcorn, like kettle corn. It's I'm, I eat. Destroyed. Till, yeah, it's completely destroyed. Or I eat till like I'm like it, something hurts, you know. So, you know, I'm frankly, I'm surprised I don't have addictions to anything <laughs> like that. But it's I definitely have like an overconsumption issue. I think maybe. But not with sweets, though. That's the interesting thing. I don't have, unless, oh, here's, no, actually, I'll take that back. Those little cookies, the mini cookies from Trader Joe's. Ooh, but everybody struggles with those. Those are everybody's. Those are gone. Vice. Those are gone. Kyle, you don't have problems with stuff like overconsumption. <laughs> unless it's like cheese in a can. <laughs> <laughs> cheese whiz. So Kyle is like a huge, um, uh, like he's very uh, educated about bourbons and like the, the tasting notes and, and just the, the ins and outs of it. And what's hilarious, and he's in the underground scene of like buying and selling these like very the specific, black market. specific oh, allegedly, allegedly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah don't bad, say allegedly. that out loud. But it's funny that he doesn't really consume alcohol. Like it's so rare. Like the other day, he was just like, "Oh yeah, it was a stressful day, so I decided to pour myself a drink." <laughs> You're like, "That's me every day." I was like, "Dude, yeah." So, 
Kyle, you're an interesting one. Yeah, I think it's been like two weeks and I've had like one drink. One something. drink. Yeah. And you have like some of the best bottles like in town. That's well, a, allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah, my bad. Allegedly. allegedly. By the well, way, the did you see, uh, Kyle, did you see the uh, the Nelk boys? Are, uh, uh, they let go of Bob? Oh, yeah, I saw that. I was, I was just going into What's a deep dive. Because he's been posting, like, uh, stories and stuff, just, like, call, like, calling him out. Like, he didn't get his money. Like, he was supposed to have ownership uh, ownership of the podcast. And, yeah, he's just been going at it. And then, I guess, Kyle responded to him. Yesterday, I saw on, on, on and TikTok. And he's like, I'm just going to respond once, and like, yeah. it's done. And he was breaking it. I didn't know. So, Nelk, Nelk boys are... Uh, the Nelk Boys were as a YouTube channel where they did pranks, and they're huge, right? Like, in fact, uh, was that guy was the Can I Get a Honey yeah from the Nelk Boys, or is that another one? Let me look him up. So they do a lot of like grocery store pranks and all that stuff, and they got really big. Then they started a seltzer company called Happy Dad, and they got in with like Dana White and all these other big people, and uh, got very successful. So they started a podcast called Full Send, and it's um. I don't know their names, but it's Bob. What's his? What's the other guy's name? There's like uh, Kyle. Kyle, yeah, guy. yeah, Kyle. Uh, Celine the Dream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Steve Celine. Will do it. Steve will do it. Yeah, that's another big one. And so they had all these big names on there, and so one of the co-hosts, uh, they let him go recently. Apparently, he just toxic to the to the group dynamic in terms of productivity. Ooh. Tends to party a little too hard, something like that. And all everybody's kind of bringing up all this trash towards each other, like. You know, they threw screw me here. They they screwed me there, and so you just kind of hear both sides of the story. But they were like saying like he was making like one point two million dollars signed on to their podcast. Wow. Yeah. No, but so it was, that was, was that's what I was saying. Like they, yeah. they they let him go. He was like a big person part of it. So he's like now putting them on blast. Dr- he's putting them on blast, and they're blasting back. But when they're blasting back, they're putting things out and be like, so like he says that he got us a bunch of guests, and they showed the screenshot of like of the three co-hosts or four co-hosts, like who brought which guests. And like, it's wild to see the group dynamic and what they're doing there. But it's, yikes! it seems to me that Bob got a little like hungry when it comes to, uh, he's because he was part of the podcast. He was signed onto the podcast. He had commission of like merch sales, which is big. He got uh, a very significant uh, salary per episode. He was doing like 30 G's a, a, a month for episodes, but he didn't have ownership of the podcast and he didn't have uh, any take, any stake in the Happy Dad Seltzer. And his whole thing is like, well, if I'm going to be part of this thing, I feel like I'm not even part of it because I'm not part of this this Happy Dad Seltzer thing. So it's a guy who's trying to get his, hand, his greedy hand mm. on, on uh, more money coming in. Did he come in after they had already had podcast was it no he was he was in there from the beginning beginning. Mm -hmm. Mm. so it came from the beginning but uh apparently he's got a allegedly uh you know a a a pretty he used to have like a coke problem i think he said that but he has a a a party mentality Mm. a little too often not the whole work hard play hard but play hard play hard kind of thing play hard play hard (laughs) and uh so kyle was basically saying that hey that's a pretty destructive thing to the group and the productivity uh and so they let him go and so from that point on he started bashing them so they started to be like okay we're gonna lay everything out so people see if he yeah if he's gonna throw us under the bus here's the real exactly it's funny how people work like it's nobody when people have a self-destructive tendency 
it's so rare that people go, you're right. Let me get my shit together. But yeah. to go, oh, well, my self-destructive tendency like is destroying my life. Now I'm going to make, you know, you guys still like I'm still the victim. And that's. Yeah, that's very interesting. It's the same thing with like going back to this whole sober October, whatever thing. We were just talking with the guys when we were playing golf today, how there's people who go like, well, I drink too often when I go golfing or whatever. This is just people in general. And the worst case scenario that happens there is they don't sleep well and they play crappy golf. And then other people, when they drink a little too much or even one, what ends up happening is now they're doing coke and next thing you know, they move on. They, yeah, spiral really quickly. But they just do self-destructive tendencies. Yeah. So like, so one drink would cause them to have more drinks and those more drinks will cause them to do cocaine or other or Molly or other kind of drugs. And the next thing you know, they're doing that very often. So that's destructive to them. Or they keep, you know, getting in the car and driving or they go get in a fight. So they have like a complete self-destructive mechanism inside them. And so it's just, it's, Do you think that's something that is just inside people, or do you think that's something that is developed, developed like over nature time? or nurture? Mm -hmm. Oh, I think it's one hundred percent something inside of somebody. I I had a buddy in high school who um, he a close buddy of mine. He told me that well, this is when we got out of high school, so that's when we were, we were able to have legal alcohol. He told me that every time he drank tequila, he said he would get violent. Hmm. Like he would, he like not against other people that he would like punch his own face. Like he would just kind of that chemical composition in his Something. body caused him, but he would go have beers and cocktails. He'd be fine. Totally that's fine. So weird. But then tequila would cause him to do that. So that's a, like a chemical thing inside that person that makes them to do that. But I also think there's also a large part of it is mind strength. I think mm -hmm. there's, you know, Again, we're not talking about people who are addicted, right? People who are addicted are people who are like, if you take them off any kind of alcohol, they go into withdrawals, right? Those are the people who have to wake up and have what's called a, 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 an eye opener. That means like they wake up, their body hurts, they have the shakes, they can't see straight, they can't think straight. They have to have a cup of coffee, put some booze in it, and it levels them out. They call those like functional alcoholics. Like they need to be, they're working, they're, they're showing up to work on time, but they're they're, there's always something drinking. in their system just to keep them leveled. Kind of like you have an ADD person who an ADD kid is so hyperactive that when you give them the right dose of Adderall, which you shouldn't give kids Adderall, but when you give them the right dosage, it levels them out point blank. And so people who are completely addicted to alcohol to the point that they'll have withdrawals, which is not safe, uh, they need it just to be at baseline. And then you have another group of but people. But they've developed that over time. That's yeah. developed over time. Correct. They've had it so much in their system that their system doesn't recognize it when it's not in their system. Right, and it's right. a bad thing. But then you have another group of people who just kind of go in that self-destructive mode. They surround themselves. And I think people have that self-destructive mechanism. A lot of people have it, just not to that extent. So what I mean by it is there's so many people who don't drink but they're surrounded by toxic people around their life and their life is constantly in shambles and, and drama and mm -hmm. broken relationships and negativity just because they surround themselves around people who bring that negative energy. Uh, if you're quick to cut that off, then you go, cool, now I'm around positive people. I mean, you've told me this before, like you've gone on trips with girls and you'd be like, this is a group, group of people because they weren't talking crap about their husbands, they weren't gossiping or anything. That's, that's just like a self-destructive mechanism that people tend to be in, like whether or not they attract drama and, and let it be there or they recognize drama and cut it out. Mm -hmm. I hate drama. I hate 
drama. Mm -hmm. So that's, I think that's what ends up happening. I think it's totally a, a, a mentality of that person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's people who will have a drink and get to work, like not go to work, but like being productive and they're still getting things done. And there's people who will have a drink and next thing you know, they're just sitting on the couch and they're just drinking and drinking and drinking. Right. And that's their, their mind and life gets destroyed. Yeah. That's hard. Yeah. I feel like we all have tendencies, right? But it's how we deal with those and how, yeah, like our mind strength, like you said. Well, think about it this way. Uh, <clears throat> Remember when I started eating cleaner? I think when I was, it was probably four years ago when I started. Remember when we would have pasta all the time? Yeah, all the time. When we first got married I keep because that's picture, all I could cook. <laughs> all the, I keep seeing all these pictures mashed when we got married. I was, was like. It mashed potatoes and like pasta and like Alfredo sauce. Yeah. It's the worst. It was a lot. And I remember, was it, I think starting four years ago is when I finally started like getting on a keto diet and started realizing what I'm eating. Mm -hmm. And when you do it long enough, you start like eating cleaner and you eat something bad, it hurts, right? You Your don't body's feel... rejecting it. And then yeah. you go, well, that's not worth it. And say so you stop that, right? So I remember like I finally started eating clean and then I'd have a cheat meal and have nachos, a plate of nachos. And then my stomach would be destroyed. I have poor sleep and I go, well, that's not worth it. And so you cut that out. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people don't have that. They just go... You know, they'll drink and they go, that was a terrible night's sleep. I feel crappy. I'm not productive. I'm always tired. And then they keep doing it. And then there's other people who go, that's self-destructive. I'm going to cut it down. You know what I mean? So it's it's just, there's a lot of people who, I think it's a mental it strength kind of thing. And How do that you get there though? Like, oh, you have to you have cultivate to it. You definitely have to cultivate slowly, it. Slowly. Like and, and I don't know. Here's an interesting one for me is, so it's it's easier for me to strengthen my mind because my career my business is on the line so if i let the wheels fall off and go into the self-destructive mode my career dies uh my business dies my family dynamic is gonna be suffering right uh the people who work for me they don't have jobs anymore, so they're suffering as well and so that's complete self-destruction and that destroys it mm -hmm. but that's so I have this fear of losing it all. So therefore I have to constantly stay guard of everything. Now, if now you take a person, let's say if I was still working at the hospital, I'm working for somebody, I'm working for uh, where the amount I work, the harder I work, doesn't put more money in my pocket, doesn't advance me, doesn't advance my salary, nothing. I'm just kind of clocking in and clocking out. It's a lot easier to go into that self-destructive mode because you kind of go, well, I'm on this hamster wheel anyway. All I have to do is just show up and do this thing. So therefore, I could kind of let this thing do whatever it does and just kind of get by. Mm -hmm. So I think it kind of depends if you have a lot of good things that you're trying to work towards and there's a lot on the line. Yeah. Because if yeah. you lose a job, you can go get another a job, you know? Another a job? A job. <laughs> Meaning like a very yeah. basic thing, you know? Another a job, yes. But I think you just have a lot at stake and it's, it's Correct. you don't want to lose that. Absolutely you don't want not. it. You want to keep going, moving forward, not moving back. You want. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. The moment, the moment I have a bad sleep because I had one too many cocktails, that's where I start cutting things out, yeah. you know, because I have to yeah. be up at six o'clock in the morning working out of the computer. Yeah. Right. So if all of a sudden I'm sleeping in, sleeping in, sleeping in, then it interferes with the, with the dollar and I don't let anything get in the way of that dollar. Just that dollar. That Gotta dollar. Keep that dollar. Gotta keep it. <laughs> Gotta keep fueling the machine. That's great though that you're figuring out like what's worth it, what's not worth it. Because I feel like we all do that to some extent, but just some of us it's harder to do that. 
Like for me, it was dairy. I had to cut out dairy, but it, I still will eat like cheese and stuff here and there. Right. But back then, it was such a slow process for me. But now I got to a point where I go, is it worth it? Mm-hmm. And most of the time, it's no, it's not worth it. Right. Yeah, no, it's, a, it's definitely a great example when you talk about somebody drinking too much and destroying their career and you having cheese. <laughs> Kyle, do you want to share a I cheese feel story like, too? I feel like that was like right, you know, it was like the same level. You yeah, know? I think yeah. you're 100% right. I'm going to lose my career, my job, my employees, <laughs> just, my family. You know, I had the same experience with cheese. Just for uh, three tablespoons oh, of look uh, Ben & Jerry's. Warm. I'm look finally warm. warm. It's, it's every happening. Single, it's every single it day. Is, it's always warm in this room. So, speaking of self-destructive tendencies, <laughs> this is the second segue of yours. You have these. You, know you have the most hardest segues. <laughs> well, how else do you move on? I boy, that was a great story. Hey, let's move on. Anyway, speaking yeah. of segues, I have to tell you. Yeah. I was on the news, and guess what I found. You were on the news, like on the website? I was website? on the news. No, I was just looking at the news. Uh-huh. Literally like an hour ago, mm-hmm. there was a stabbing along the Las Vegas Strip to yesterday. Yesterday? So two people dead and six are injured. So it's not just like a one-person stabbing. This guy's just like walking around stabbing, so, stabbing? To backtrack, I just came back from Vegas on Monday, and I see this article, two dead. So... Apparently, this guy, apparently he's a chef or something. He took a knife and asked some showgirls if he could take a picture with them with the knife. Uh-huh. And they said no. And he started stabbing them. So it seems like he stabbed a lot of like the showgirls. And, Women, like, basically. Yeah. And so there was like, there's two dead and six injured. Dang. How random and how scary. Yeah. I mean, also it's Vegas, right? That's true. But like... I don't know. Like when I was there, we walked the strip and everybody was put together. Is that what you're going to say? Everybody's just so nice. It's a family friendly thing. I mean, there were people with families. There were kids walking around. Correct. During the day. Yeah. No. At at night. night. Yeah. Hmm. They had like um, kids in like strollers. People were just because it wasn't that late. It was like eight, nine, maybe nine. Wow. So that's like scary because I'm like, it's so packed with people and it's not just like the people that come out at night for like a good time. It's yeah. everybody's out. There was like um, people dressed up as Mickey and Minnie. Mm-hmm. Like they're there for families. Right. That- so it happened, I think like they were saying it was like a, along one of the bridges. So there's like a bridge that connects mm-hmm. something. I'm trying to remember because I feel like I remember seeing like a little bridge. Yeah. That's, I read that and I was like, oh my gosh, we were just there. Well, How yeah, scary. It, it definitely hits close to home when you were there five days ago, you know? Yeah. It's uh, it's wild to think that because you're like, I was do you feel there. like that's? I I mean, I'm I haven't read that much about, but Vegas, in the news. But do you feel like that happens a lot? So the last time there was a very tragic event in Vegas was four oh, years was ago. The shooting, the concert, the, the concert. Yeah. yeah, the guy that went into the hotel and took fire on the country concert that was down below. Who was who was that that was performing? Playing? Uh, performing. I want to say it was uh. Was uh, Eric Church there? Uh, that doesn't sound familiar. Garth Brooks. Maybe. I think Garth Brooks was there. No, not Garth Brooks. Uh, no. Yeah, I don't remember who was shooting. performing. Yeah, I do remember that actually. Yeah. 2017. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, listen, I, I not a lot. Vegas is known to have 
you know, the mob, the, the mob built Vegas because they basically took the money off the streets and used that money to build that place up. Mm. So, and there's plenty of sketchy things that happen in Vegas, but it's still, it's, it's part of it is surprising that it happened in Vegas because you don't hear apart from that shooting that many things yeah. publicly happening. But the the, next, the other part is how wild of a place Vegas is. That's the part that you go, I'm kind of not surprised. Yeah, it's like it's still shocking, but you're like, well, it's Vegas. Right. The wildest place on earth, like in the United States. So it's that and, and Mardi Gras in uh, where's Mardi Gras in uh, Louisiana. 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 Yeah. So it's 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 tragic. It's horrific. But part of it's like you you're you're both surprised and not surprised. Yeah. You know, I'm just like, why would you even ask people to take a picture with a knife with of course some they're gonna say no well because he's that's what psychos do you think psychos go crazy. like hey why am i asking people to take a picture <laughs> with a knife you know what you're right this was silly of me to this bring the is knife. weird of me huh? <laughs> no it's that guy's gonna stab somebody he's just he's waiting, waiting for somebody to like give him say a reason no. to yeah like, that's some fine. joker stuff what joker would be like want to take a picture with yeah. me and my knife and i'm sure he was and you're either like, on something or yes or no well i don't listen i don't think people take drugs and go kill people i think people with mental health go kill mm. kill people i've never heard of story of somebody smoking too much weed get being on heroin taking meth and then going killing somebody i think there's some crazy people out there who happen to also be on meth. do that <laughs> right regardless so i think that's a guy who the knife is the only thing he had around. And if he had a gun, he probably would have used the gun. Yeah. So, maybe you're right. Yeah. Just but that's like, definitely like a like a, a prequel to like a, a Joker storyline. Like the development of, mm. a, of a Joker. Want to see me use my knife? <laughs> Want to take a picture with a knife? Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's horrific, man. That's. Yeah. Very sad. Tragic. And I, I mean, this is not the time to like use this as like a. Well, here, you know, now you guys see that gun control is not the issue. It's, it's, but it's also like for people to see, like, listen, even without guns, people will find ways to okay. hurt other people. I mean, it's just, I, people look for places of vulnerability, right? Mm -hmm. So there's obviously movie theaters, um, there's concerts, there's a place like a packed strip that's every, tons you know, and tons of people day and Monday through Sunday if, of along the strip at night, you could just take anything and, you know, you can take a car off the side of the road mm -hmm. and then go make a lot of damage. You know? Right, right. Fourth of July, you, there was a, a shooting Fourth of July here recently. Not here in Idaho, but like, I don't know, with Texas, I think. You know, some shooter came out when everybody's watching the parade. So it's people. They're looking for those Wolves moments. always pray. Wolves always pray on the week during the time that they're not thinking about, you know. Alert, yeah. Alert, you know. Still you think this scary. is a family, large family gathering. Well, that's when they're going to go. They're, they're usually weak people trying to prey on the mm -hmm. weak, weaker. Mm -hmm. So, Wild. I, I guess it was shocking for me because I almost, I didn't, it was my first time in Vegas. So I feel like I had an expectation that it would be a lot worse. Mm -hmm. And so when we did walk the strip, I mean, you see like some things, there was definitely people on some hard drugs there that you could, you could tell, tell. oh yeah there was a couple of people one girl this was kind of creepy we're walking and then uh we took a picture in front of the bellagio fountain mm -hmm. and then there's like the in front of us was the uh, eiffel tower the little one <laughs> not the real one yeah junior <laughs> junior 
And then we like, we took the picture and there's this girl like standing with a balloon and she's probably in her early 20s. She's standing with a balloon and she's just walking around like this and like uh, sobbing, like crying. And I was like, oh my gosh, is she okay? At first I was like, maybe she's like, please don't tell me when to go talk to her. No, 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 no. A at first, year old, I wanted to. A 20-something-year-old with a balloon. Well, at first, I was like, she looks young. And then I looked at her. I was like, no, she's not like a kid. Mm-hmm. But th- she was like crying and like with her balloon walking around. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, do you guys think she's okay? Like maybe I thought, I don't know. You know me. I'm so naive. I'm like, maybe like somebody hurt her. Or like, yeah. you know, she's like vulnerable in whatever way. And the girls are like, no, you need to look at her because she's not in her right mind. And then she like walked around and then she was like smiling. And then she was like sobbing. And then she was like smiling again. And I was like, oh my gosh. That balloon might also be. So one of the things people do at at, uh, concerts, they'll take those balloons and they'll put uh, uh, laughing gas in them as well. And so they'll get high off of gas. Or oh, no, oh, whippets too. Like they'll take whippets. Well, hers was just like, she was just holding it with like the string. Well, that's what they'll do. Yeah. They'll like, you, you'll, they'll sell you but like you that. But you could tell. So I then mean, you huff that. after I kind of looked at her, I was like, yeah, we need to walk away. Yeah. Well, I'm glad somebody told you She was just like in the too. crowd, like, like walking around. I'm glad somebody go told I you. mean, of all people, the most naive person in the world in Vegas, yeah. not a good no. I'm glad I was, yeah. No, don't, don't, don't help anybody. <laughs> don't help anybody. In any Vegas. Dope, yeah. Walk really fast. Yeah. <laughs> but for the most part, I I felt like it would be just dirtier and like trashier. But I Oh, like you thought it was going to be trashy? Yeah. No. Isn't that what you told me? It's trashy like it's girls in hoochie dresses, drunk, walking the streets, getting everybody's drunk kind of thing. That's what I mean by like trashy. Oh, I, like, I expected like... It's very clean. It's pretty clean besides like certain just like small parts sure. of it. But like the major the strips, major strip they're, they pressure wash like every morning, like the the the, the, mm-hmm. the walkways and all that stuff. It's, yeah. Like, I don't know. It's, a, it's a big touristy place. It's There's no graffiti. Like it's not no. trashy. Yeah. It's, they keep it. Yeah. No, that's not what I meant by trashy. Trashy meaning is like the type of like, <laughs> you know, girls and, you know, guys in uh, affliction t-shirts, you know, drunk with fedoras on. <laughs> affliction. So it's. Yeah. The woo girls. The woo. woo party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All the, when we were flying there, there was. Um, Let me guess a bachelorette party. No, the there was a, they announced on the intercom that they were, there was a gal celebrating her 60th flying mm. to Vegas mm. and everybody like cheered for her. <laughs> I'm cute. gonna have myself Woo. a And then she, came, she had like a sash on and like a crown. It was yeah, really cute. Yeah. That's, that's how I want to celebrate. That's how you want to, yeah, your 60th. You gotta do it in style. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm listening. I'm glad, I'm glad you're safe and I'm glad uh, you enjoyed Vegas. And um, it's like I don't have like a strong pull to go back, but <laughs> it's once every once in a while. It's, yeah. You know, it's not like I think most people just go, especially from the West, because it's so close. It's, yeah. To me, I always look at it as, you know, it's one or two nights max, and then I'm out of there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's you out. Yeah. In fact, my ideal Vegas trip would probably literally be like one night, fly mm-hmm. in early morning, one night, leave late evening. That that'd be <laughs> that'd be my ideal kind of ways because I just come in there, do a little bit of gambling, have a few cocktails, mm-hmm. you know, and then get out. Like I'm not going like, what's the finest restaurant? Like when we went with the guys, we were like, where's the fanciest buffets? You know, because you have like the, Vegas has a, a lot of fancy Buffet. buffets where you like yeah. it's like fifty bucks and it's like really good all you can eat food. I feel like the food was incredible. Yeah. Well, you went to very nice restaurants. Yeah. You didn't go to all you can eat. You went to like. <laughs> five course meals you know yeah yeah we didn't do it we picked out as guys we're just yeah, like, like how what, much crap how much food can we eat yeah 
in one city. Yeah, I was like, how much? How much? What's the most legal amount of shrimp you could sell me? <laughs> That's what we guys. <laughs> and do. we'll go from there. We'll go from there. That's yeah. We did not do a buffet. We were gonna do a breakfast buffet, but we did it. Yeah, it's probably a good call. <laughs> good call. Based on some of your pictures, like you like you guys went to like nicer places. Yeah, we did, and mm-hmm. I mean our hotel was pretty nice. We. Even if we wouldn't have left our hotel, we would have had a great time. Yeah. Because you have yeah. the pool, you have all the restaurants, you have... You're essentially at a resort. You are. It yeah. is. A, it is. That's what it is. Yeah. It's just a resort. Yeah. There's, there's even a club, like a high... Oh, you love clubs. I know. We didn't even go dancing. <laughs> there was like a pretty famous, like popular club. Yeah. Uh, there was a few DJs in there that were pretty big. I'm trying to remember. Tiesto. Yeah. DJ Tiesto. He was... Really big. Yeah. So, but we didn't go in. Well, Vegas also has like a lot of places that like Hell's Kitchen's there. There's a lot of like the guy that uh, the Salt oh, yeah, Bay, yeah. Salt Bay's restaurants over there. So Salt oh. Bay's there. Like it's we very... walked past Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember that. Yeah, so lots there's... of just like famous stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of very novelty things, you know. Like yeah. I think Celine Dion still performs out there. Like yeah. she's got a residency. You know, Carrot where Top do they usually perform? Like what? Certain uh, hotels, hotels will, give them, have, will give them a residency. Yeah. So they perform at the hotels. Mm-hmm. Like hotels have a like a venue thing inside oh, of them. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. I know those hotels are giant. Yeah. There's a lot of money hotels. in Vegas for sure. A lot of money. It's wild. Oh yes. Well, this is fun. I'm glad uh, Sober October is doing well. We have uh, three more weeks to go. Uh, wow. Nobody's cranky. Nobody's, nobody's cranky. irritated. Great. Everybody's got good attitudes. Uh, nothing really changed for me. I, I feel like I'm less bloated. And I think last night was the first night I had pretty good sleep. Um, but apart from that, I'm drinking a lot of Diet Cokes. <laughs> a lot of water. Working out a lot. A lot of water. Yeah. Looking good. Feeling good. Trying. All right, folks. Take care of yourself. Take care of your body. Uh, take care of your mind. Take care of your mind, your soul, your spirit. All of it. Uh, stay off dairy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't eat. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, Hope you guys watch these YouTube videos. We'll see you guys on the next one. Bye. Bye.